Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, our weekly spot on true crime or real crime in Suffolk County. And we have been talking about the DA's race. It's a big deal this year. And it happens on November 2nd. And one of the things that's happening across the island from us or west of us is the Kaminsky and Donnelly race. And what's happening over there from what I hear is that Kaminsky, Senator Kaminsky, is, is getting crushed because of his situation with bail reform. Now, he wrote it, right? He's one of the guys who wrote it, and everyone's been saying, well, he's got so much money, and his opponent has nothing, and Kaminsky should win in spite of the bail reform situation. The only thing is that he doesn't have money, but the Republican Party has money to get out. Chairman Joe Cairo over there is a very savvy political strategist for years. He's been the, uh, the, the second name over there to Joe Mondello, but Joe Cairo is very savvy, very experienced, and he understands what what he has, and they understand what they have in bail reform. the The difference between the Nassau County race and the Suffolk County race is that Tim Sinney, he's also listen. Don't let him fool you. He's a liberal Democrat. He's at heart, he's a liberal Democrat. He knows in order to be DA, he has to get across the impression that he is basically a Republican. People like conservative DAs. They don't like people weak on crime. So Sinney, Tim Sinney, if you see his commercials, there's no mention of the Democratic Party. There's no mention of his party affiliation. You'll see it on his mailings. You got to look closely. It'll say paid for by state, the New York State Democratic Committee, which is the same committee that paid for bail reform promotion and defund the police promotion. The folks, Brian Benjamin, who was the lieutenant governor under Kathy Hochul, he's orchestrate or orchestrated the defund the police movement, and he's the lieutenant governor because they got to calm down that side. But Tim Sinney is being supported by the same people who have pushed that. In fact, he spoke very fondly, openly about bail reform. The guy running against him, Ray Tierney, who's you know far more experienced and a, a better choice 
every step of the way than Tim Sinney pointed out in the debate. He said, you can tell us three weeks out of election time when he's against bail reform. And he'll point back that he wrote something uh, being critical of bail reform in Newsday and op-ed, something he felt like he had, well, he had to write something. Suffolk County was so against it. But he said publicly, and this, you know, this is, this is on tape. He said publicly that bail reform was far improved by April 2020. Now, anybody with any, any sense realizes that there's no improving the current bail reform laws that the, that the liberal left-wing Democrats have put together. It's, it's, unbel- it's, it's unacceptable. It's unbelievable. He also bragged that he had a seat at the table for bail reform. Well, he didn't stand up on that table and shout them down. He didn't because he's basically in agreement with it. Look at his Fox commercials, Tim Sinney. He's trying to look like a Republican because a Democrat can't win this year. So there might be some people saying, oh, it might be a Republican or he might be a conservative. There's nothing Republican or conservative about Tim Sinney. He's a liberal Democrat. He is a liberal. Tim Sinney is a liberal Democrat without question. He's gotten life handed to him on a silver platter, certainly his career. He was appointed by his buddy after a supposed nationwide police search to find a police commissioner and that's what Steve Ballone promised was a nationwide search so you figure they'd look under every rock and I've said this before they'd beat every bush they'd look in every tree to find the right man or woman to be the police commissioner for Suffolk County a very large county 1.3 million people find somebody with some experience. Guess where his search led? Right around the corner. His buddy. His protege. His spoiled buddy, Tim Sinney, who does everything that Steve Ballone wants him to do. I mean, what luck, right? Think about this. What luck it was for Steve Ballone to search all over the country for a police commissioner only to find him in his protege, the guy down the block, guy around the corner. They live less than a quarter mile from each other. Can you imagine the luck? A lucky SLB. The only problem is what, what kind of money did they spend on that search? Because it was a farce, right? It was completely ridiculous. There was no search. He was going to put Tim Sinney in, and they, no matter what. But he said he was going to search the whole wide country to find the proper police commissioner put in there. Well, he found him right around the corner. 
The only problem is that Tim Sinney had no police experience whatsoever, no law enforcement experience whatsoever. He worked briefly at the U.S. Attorney's Office, Southern District, carrying boxes. He never tried a case as a lawyer in his life. And we know, I didn't know this, but we know this now because at the debate, Ray Tierney said it to him. And Sidney said, oh, that's not true. I tried cases. And he said, what cases did you try? And he says, well, I've tried three cases. Uh, first of all, you tried three cases. <laughs> you tried three cases. You're going to be the DA? Anyway, or you're going to be the, the police commissioner with no law enforcement. Tierney said at the debate, what three cases? Come on. Let us in on it. Doesn't show up on Pacer. And Pacer, I, I find out, is uh, is the tracker, the digital tracker, the evidence of people and their involvement in federal cases. So there's nothing that says Tim Sinney on there. Nothing. No federal cases. So he didn't try any cases while he was at the U.S. Attorney's Office carrying boxes for guys like Ray Tierney, who was in the Eastern District. He wasn't respected over there at all. And then he becomes the police commissioner. After a short stint as the deputy county executive in charge of public safety. His only claim to fame is that he was responsible for Jimmy Burke for 16 months. Jimmy Burke, the first police chief that Steve Ballone put in, handpicked by Steve Ballone, not by Spoda. Spoda didn't want him there. Spoda wanted to keep Jimmy Burke in the DA's office. Why would he want to? Why would he want him out there? He thought he was going to get himself in trouble. And guess what? He was right. Spoda, of course, on his way to federal prison for five years with Chris McPartland, his right hand. This is the Ballone administration. The most corrupt administration in the history of Suffolk County. There's no question about it. That's, that's ridiculous to even say. I don't even know what the second most corrupt is. And what takes the cake is that they're covering up a serial killing. Listen to our Wednesday shows on Lisk. Steve Ballone and Jimmy Burke immediately covered up and got rid of the FBI, said it a hundred times. They got rid of the, any investigation going on in the Long Island serial killing, the Lisk investigation, all gone. And then Tim Sinney, when he took over as DA, guy who never tried a case, but took over as DA, never did any investigation on Lisk. Of course, he came up with the belt, the silly belt, with HM or WH. Ridiculous, the belt, the magic belt. 
which he believed was handled by the killer, but of course had no fingerprints or DNA on it, so we don't know how the killer handled it. So he asked us, the public. So Tim Sinney first gets appointed by his buddy, by his mentor, Steve Ballone, to be the deputy county executive in charge of public safety. His claim to fame is he was Jimmy Burke's boss for 16 months. What did Jimmy Burke do during that time? Jimmy Burke beat up Chris Loeb, a suspect in robberies, and he beat the hell out of him. And Tim Sinney, deputy county executive in charge of public safety, did nothing. No admonishments, no punishments, no firings. He could have fired Jimmy Burke. Didn't fire him. Jimmy Burke was never fired. Said it before a hundred times. Jimmy Burke was allowed to resign when he was about to be indicted by the feds and went to jail for 46 months. Went to, Not to jail, he went to federal prison for 46 months and did so without a trial because God knows what would have come out in a trial with all of these guys. So Tim Sinney, the luckiest man in the world, is running for DA a second time. The first time he was put in by all of us, I mean, the political leaders put him in. They thought he was going to be a white hat. He swore he would be. He's just a puppet for Ballone. But Tim Sinney, Tim Sinney should be despised by anyone who's ever worked hard to get anywhere in their life. Tim Sinney hasn't lifted a finger to get anywhere. Deputy County Executive in charge of public safety, after carrying boxes for four years at the U.S. Attorney's Office, Southern District, doesn't do anything with Burke, hides under his desk when the Burke, Spoda, McPartland thing was going on, frightened to death, as Ray Tierney, his opponent, put it in the debate. He hid under his desk and let Burke resign on his own when he was ready, good and damn ready to resign. Jimmy Burke did it. No pressure from Tim Sinney. No pressure from Ballone. They were scared stiff of Jimmy Burke because God only knows what Jimmy Burke has on Tim Sinney and on Steve Ballone. So with his experience, quote-unquote, as Suffolk County executive in charge of public safety, where his only acknowledged role was to be Jimmy Burke's boss, and Tim Sinney did nothing but hide under a desk, and we assume allow himself to be threatened and scared to death by Jimmy Burke. Then he gets appointed police commissioner because he did such a great job of overseeing Jimmy Burke 
after the nationwide search, which produced the best possible candidate, a guy with no law enforcement experience, a guy who's never shot a gun, a guy who never went to the police academy, someone who had nothing to do with law enforcement. It's almost like you just grabbed some lawyer friend of yours and said, here you go, you're going to be the police commissioner. Steve Ballone puts Tim Sinney in charge of the police department. And all that happens over there is scandal. Justin Myers, his chief of staff, who has no law enforcement experience either, made him his chief. He was a PR guy in North Hempstead. And he came over here and he put him in charge of a second in charge of the police department, right? Chief of staff, it was whatever he was. And there was nothing but scandal. He grabbed Chow Lam, a Newsday reporter, by the arm, physically grabbed her, assaulted her. She put in a police complaint, Southampton. Tim said he cried, begged the Dolans, from what I understand, begged the Dolans to not do anything, to let this go. He would punish Justin Myers on his own. And also, Donna E. Schultz has a lawsuit. She was the former PR director or something, something along those lines for the commissioner's spot in the scandal-filled Tim Sinney police commissioner reign. She has charges against them, basically because Tim Sinney allowed Justin Myers, according to Donna Schultz, to campaign for him, for DA, while he was police commissioner. We knew that was going on, let's face it. And was putting in his timesheets as if he was working at the police commissioner's job. He was working on the DA's race is what he was, doing press conferences, which is what Tim Sinney does. He does press conferences. He doesn't do any prosecution. He does press conferences. So his police commissionership is completely scandal-filled. Newsday gave him a pass on it, of course. We didn't know what was going on over there. I didn't even know about Chow Lam. I've never met Chow Lam. I'd like to talk to her now. She's not with Newsday anymore. But it would be very interesting to see what happened to her and her police complaint. But he goes and he becomes DA. And he pretends to be a Republican basically pretends to be tough on MS-13, but doesn't charge any of the members with murder, manslaughter, no murder convictions, no manslaughter convictions, nothing serious on MS-13. I've said it before, MS-13 
played patty cake with Tim Sinney. Tim Sinney could expect MS-13 to vote for him. And he put out a disgraceful title. Him folding his arms, looking tough, fraud. Tim Sinney, the man who took down MS-13, two weeks later, they killed those kids in Central Islip and made everyone know that MS-13 did it. Probably in response to Tim Sinney talking about taking them down. Disgrace, complete disgrace. And I say it all the time, the man who slightly inconvenienced MS-13, all misdemeanors, all plea deals, an absolute joke. But that's Tim Sinney, the guy running for DA. When we come back, more on the DA's race here in Suffolk County, more on Tim Sinney and his pretending to be a Republican conservative. should all know he's, he's a liberal Democrat. He's a pro-bail reform liberal Democrat. And don't forget that. He is. He said, he said it was much improved in April 2020. His words, not mine. There's nothing improved about bail reform. It's a disaster. It's a disgrace. It's killing people. Tim Sinney had a seat at the table. Did nothing. Did nothing at all. When we come back, more about the DA's race here in Suffolk County. Frank McKay signing up just for now, but we'll be back right after this. Breaking it down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone back to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with our continuing conversation about real crime and true crime in Suffolk County. It is kind of a specialty series that we're doing in addition to LISC which is our Wednesday series. We urge everyone to binge listen to everything that we've been doing there with our LISC series. And this, I'm particularly concentrating on the district attorney's race because that's where it all starts. That's where everything goes. And as a, in addition to what we were doing with LISC and what we are doing with LISC, this adds to some of the conversation and it doesn't specifically have to concentrate on the Long Island serial killing. But I will say this with the current district attorney, and I know this firsthand because he promised us that he was going to do something on Lisk on the Long Island serial killing. And he, he's done nothing. The belt, right? The ridiculous belt. And we keep mentioning, but without Tim Sinney there, things could start happening. All kinds of things could start happening. And, you know, certainly that goes to the conversation of Lisk. He's not going to investigate it, seriously investigate it. We thought he was going to, you know, be so far behind in polls or whatever that he was going to get desperate and he was going to, he was going to make an arrest of a guy. I can't even say the guy's name, but I know the guy's name. And, 
I guess there's still a chance that he would do it. I think it would backfire, and we called him out on it here. But it is a it was a real discussion that was going on. Cindy's biggest problem, and we alluded to it in the first part, is bail reform. Now, Tim Cinney is a is a liberal Democrat. Understand that he is a liberal Democrat. That's where he comes from. That's what his background is. He is a he's a very liberal Democrat. Is his background is there? When he gets on TV and when he does his his ads on Fox, he does he never says he's a Democrat, and he can't because he'll get crushed this year. He has to hide the fact. And he talks tough about the MS-13. And of course, we, we know, if you've been listening to me at all, that he, he talks about taking down MS-13. He didn't take them down. They're fully operational. But also, he didn't get them on murder. He didn't get them on manslaughter. He didn't get them on anything serious. All very minor type things. His biggest trouble now, his biggest problem, is bail reform. Bail reform. Now, he speaks out against it because he realizes what a disaster it is. But what he doesn't want you to know, and it's going to be exposed from the other side, Ray Tierney is the guy running against him, and he's running as a, a Republican conservative, and he's, you know, he's, he's a conservative guy, and he's a, uh, he's a blank, but he's, you know, he's, he's definitely more of your prototypical Republican than, uh, than you know, what, what you know. I, Catterson was, you know, was the, the first DA that I knew, and he was very partisan. And he went after the Democratic Party, wanted to destroy. See, that's not what Cine is going to be about. And I, I'm sorry, that's not what Tierney is going to be about. When you talk about Tierney, you're talking about a guy who's very non-political, and he's just getting his way around now, which is very nice because you want him to be a prosecutor. You want him to go in there and you want him to do what a district attorney is supposed to do. And that's get the bad guys off. Here's the problem that I spoke about with Tim Sinney, bail reform. In 2019, I believe it was February 2019, Tim Sinney, along with Madeline Singus, she was the former district attorney in Nassau County. They co-wrote an op-ed together for Newsday. And they, right off the bat, I mean, right off the bat, they said, we support bail reform. Like the first line in there, we, we support cashless bail. So in other words, they supported the idea that you can get out of jail without posting any bail. And then they go on to say poor people have the right to this and poor people have the right to that. And they were playing up to their democratic masters. They didn't know, neither one of them knew how bad it was going to be, how bad bail reform was going to turn out to be. It's a disaster. 
I mean, it's a disaster. I can give you a list, and I will, as we talk about this more, can give you a list of crimes that you automatically get out of. You automatically get out of jail on certain crimes with, without posting any money. I mean, just you just get out of it. It's a disaster. You can get robbed. Your house can get robbed. The guy can get arrested. And the next day, he can get out without putting up a penny and rob your brother's house. And that's here in Suffolk County. That's here in New York State, all over the place. So, Tim Sinney supported that. Strongly supported it. So did Mad Madeline Singus, and they didn't say it off the cuff. They came out, and they wrote it. So it's not like he could say, well, I said it, but I kind of said it half-heartedly or whatever. No, he wrote it. They wrote it. They edited it. Uh, they uh, they double-checked. They checked the spelling. They spell-checked. And they put a lot of thought and a lot of effort into this pro-bail reform op-ed because they're masters. They're Democratic masters wanted them to do this. Now, what did Tim Sinney get for supporting bail reform? A lot. He got millions of dollars for doing it in donations, millions of dollars in donations. In fact, when you look at your mailer, if you get a mailer from Tim Sinney, look very close. You're going to see an indicia on there, and it's going to say paid for by the state Democratic committee or whatever they call themselves, the New York State Democratic Organization, whatever they, they call it, anything Democratic committee. And the address is, is Manhattan. Tim Sinney has gotten most of his millions of dollars and donations from New York City donors. You could check this. You can go check it online. Check it right now. Check out Tim Sinney's financial disclosures oh, no his campaign disclosures not his personal financial disclosures that you can check too but check out his check out his campaign money where it came from and you can do suffolk county boe the board of elections you could check that site and you could see where all the money came from it's all from New York City folks. I mean, there's some local stuff, of course, but the millions, the two million that he got mostly came from New York City. And if you trace back the money and you just look up, just do very slight research on where a lot of this money came from. And again, 50,000 is the max, right? So they, people can max out at 50,000 and he got a lot of max money. If you trace back, very easy to trace back, just Google these people, you will see a tremendous amount of that money came from big supporters of bail reform. A lot of big liberal money, a lot of big progressive money. That was his payback for supporting bail reform. Now, when he found out that it was a disaster, which it is. It's a complete disaster. It's a disaster for us in the South. It's a disaster for the folks in the city. It, the only people who love this 
all the criminals and people who want to hug criminals to death and not to death, you know, but to, to hug them so they understand that we love them and that we, we understand their pain and everything else. It's a very progressive, I mean, beyond progressive bill. It's an extreme. It's an extreme liberal bill. It's almost shocking. It's almost, it is shocking. It's not almost shocking. It is shocking. But it's almost unbelievable. It's almost something that you would see in a movie and it would be a caricature of what liberal politics is supposed to be about. Bail reform is almost a caricature of what you would think liberal politics is about. Now, mind you, I'm not like a super right-wing guy. I'm right-wing on certain things, and I have some progressive thoughts on, on different things. Uh, marriage equality, for example, I'm completely in favor of marriage equality. That's a progressive view. But I'm an independent. You know, I'm a lifelong independent Independence Party chair, and there's just no way even the most progressive people that I know would support this. I mean, this is a disaster. Bail reform is an absolute disaster. But Tim Sinney and Madeline Singus wrote an op-ed, real easy to find, just Google it. It's an op-ed. Newsday 2019 where they praise this first thing they said is we're in favor of cashless or, or transferring to a cashless bail system or something like that why did he do it he's got to know it's right. I mean he's he's liberal he's a liberal guy he's not a conservative nothing close to a conservative he's a liberal guy but he's not even that liberal. What he did is he took a bunch of money in campaign contributions from the most liberal organization in the country, which is the New York State Democratic Committee. They also funded movements to defund the police. Right? I'm not... Not maybe, definitely. That's no question. That same indicia paid for by the New York Democratic Committee. They've supported AOC. They've supported Hillary when she was around. And of course, Senator Schumer, they support. It's a very left organization. Forget about Schumer for a second. AOC. You know, they support AOC. I mean, they're nervous that she's going to primary people, but they support AOC. And Tim Sinney got all of his mailings done from that committee. And he also got millions of dollars from pro-bail reform people. This isn't maybe, it's not conjecture. It's an absolute fact. And you could just Google it now. You know, Google, take a look at what it is. Tim Sinney and Madeline Singus wrote this op-ed. Two years later, 
two years later, and this is um, actually it was a year later. It was it was two thousand and twenty. They realized what a disaster it was. Singus went to to broader pastures and greener pastures, and she's in court of appeals now. Is she? She's uh, she's up there, and she didn't, never has to run for reelection for anything because there's no way she would have gotten elected. Uh, you know, it's and and by the way, Democrats in. Nassau County outweigh the the Democrats here vote wise. It's a much more liberal area, Nassau County, than than is Suffolk County. And Kaminsky's ready to get his hat handed to him by Ann Donnelly, who everybody's been saying, well, she's got forty thousand dollars and he's got a million dollars. It doesn't matter. The the Republicans, led by Chairman Joe Cairo, who's very sharp, did ten mailings already, all on bail reform, and they've destroyed them meaning Kaminsky. And Senator Kaminsky, who wrote the bail reform bill, Tim Sinney's buddy, but very close, you know, as far as, as, far as uh, their politics go. They're both very liberal guys. But he's getting his hat handed to him. And I don't think there's any chance that he's going to win, even in Nassau County. So Tim Sinney, realizing that he's not going to get elected as a pro-bail reform liberal Democrat, transforms himself via commercial, via press conference, as being some kind of tough guy. And we, we've gone through the MS-13. I'm not going to spend too much time on that on this show, where he you know, arrested, he bit a, put a big show on, but didn't have real arrests. All these guys got out on plea deals. And like I said, MS-13 will vote for Tim Sinney. It was a fraud. He's a fraud. Tim Sinney's a fraud, an absolute fraud. He's a failure. He got appointed by, well, let's not, let's not go so quick to call him a failure. If he pulls this off, if he pulls off re-election, after what he has done, he is the biggest con man in the world. He's the most successful con man in Suffolk County history because he's so liberal and he's so pro-bail reform that he got paid millions of dollars for supporting it. So now let's jump up to 2020. Here is where he tells Newsday, the editorial board, that he's like against some of the things in the bail reform bill. Now he's gone back and forth a couple of times, but this this time he's trying to save his hide because he came out so strongly with his true feelings, which is pro bail reform. And he realizes that the Republican conservatives and moderates, moderate Democrats, right leaning Democrats, are furious about this because it makes our area unsafe. And he backed it. He backed bail reform. No way around it. No way to lie his way out of it. He can lie and he can fool some of you, I guess. Hopefully you're going to check and, and realize what, what his real feelings are. But what he said when he was kind of criticizing, kind of criticizing bail reform, 
keeping in mind that he's getting all this money from these guys. So it's a little, it's a little game they play. He says, look, I got to do this. And, uh, you know, allow me, please masters. Let me, let me, uh, say some bad things about bail reform so I could possibly get reelected and whatever. And, and they said, yeah, go ahead do it. You know, just, you know, you did it. what he told Newsday's editorial board. And at the same time telling all of us, because it was printed, he said, I have a seat at the table. That's what he said. Tim Sinney said, I have a seat at the table of bail reform. Now, I don't know what he did with that seat. But he should have been jumping up and down on that table, demanding them to stop this. Next time we talk, next time we talk about this, we'll talk about what's in this bail reform bill. And and you'll you'll drive off the road if you're driving. What's in there? It's so dangerous. So Tim Sinney told us all that he has a seat at the table. How'd you do, Tim? How'd you do with that seat at the table? Because we got bail reform. We got a horrendous version, which, by the way, we have you on tape. We have you on tape saying it's much improved since April 20th. That's when they passed it. So again, you approve of it. You got all your money, and I guess you're got to watch what you say to your masters, your liberal masters, because you're a liberal Democrat, which there's nothing wrong with. You can be proud of it. Just don't pretend to be a conservative or a Republican, because you're a liberal Democrat. Anybody who supported that, anybody who is pro, I, I mean, the even like moderate Democrats flipped out when they heard it. You embraced it. You and Madeline Singus embraced it and you wrote a beautiful op-ed talking about how beautiful it was and i was going to keep poor people out of jail and all you know listen all beautiful thoughts but you love bail reform but you said when you criticized it don't worry i have a seat at the table how'd you do tim you know what you did you sold us out Tim Sinney sold out Suffolk County, his hometown, his home county, not for a shiny penny, for millions and millions of dollars, for free mailings from the most liberal organization in the country, the New York State Democratic Party, and all the other money, all the other max money that he got out of New York City. That was the deal. He'll go along with bail reform. Knowing how we feel about it as a county. November 2nd, he's going to try to get over. And he's going to try to get elected. And he's taking ads on Fox. And he's making himself sound like he's conservative or Republican or whatever. He's a liberal Democrat. He's a liberal Democrat. He shouldn't be ashamed of it. He should admit, you know, hey, I'm a liberal Democrat. He can't because he won't get elected. He loves bail reform. He told us right from the get-go. This is important. This is a good bill. This, is, this needs to be done. He and Madeline Singus did it. Madeline Singus, by the way, got herself a judgeship by this. 
Tim Sinney got himself millions of dollars to run to try to get reelected. He sold this out for millions of dollars. Tim Sinney is Tim Bail Reform Sinney. Tim, I love Bail Reform Sinney. When you go to the voting booth, if you send in early voting, know that a vote for Tim Sinney is congratulating him for bail reform. If you're in favor of bail reform, vote for Tim, Tim Sinney by all means. If you're against bail reform and you vote for Tim Sinney, it's the dumbest vote that you could possibly make. He sold us out. He gave us bail reform. He had a seat at the table. He wasn't lying about that. He did have a seat. And by the, by the way, you know what else he got? He's, you know, they, they give this to people in rotation, but he's going to be the president if he wins. He'll be the president of the DA's association. You know how he got that? By selling us out on bail reform. He sold us out on bail reform for millions and millions of dollars. Tim Sinney's a disaster. Tim Sinney's bail reform. When you think of bail reform, think of Tim Sinney. Tim Bail Reform Sinney is running on November 2nd. And do not, my God, do not vote for him unless you're in favor of bail reform. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. <laughs>